Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of Ephesians with Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 and 11. This passage reads, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. This section of God's Word has been seriously abused in our generation in the theological minefield called spiritual warfare. As winds of doctrine go, that one was a hurricane. We are indeed involved in warfare, but we need to understand this warfare from the scriptures, which contain all we need to know, just as God wanted us to know it. We need to be discerning, calm and wise, to sift out the extra biblical things we're being told these days, and there's plenty of it. The moment you put your faith in Jesus Christ, war is declared against you. We are not the aggressors in this war. We are the ones under attack. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, This is War, Part 1. Years ago among American Christians, and I would say this was pretty much true even up to the time when I became a new believer uh, back in the 19, late 1960s, there was widespread ignorance of most people in most pews on the subject of angels and demons, preaching seldom dealt with demons or angels, and the warfare in which, we, in which they and we are involved. And then the pendulum swung massively in the other direction. And the many gusts of winds of doctrine blowing in those days made people preoccupied with spiritual warfare. And there was excessive talk about angels and demons and far too much attention and energy devoted to speculation about things that happen in the unseen world of spirits, things the Bible doesn't describe to us. And many things that were once confined to charismatic circles broke out into all of evangelicalism. Here's your little modern church history expert. Two things happened at once. There was the spiritual warfare movement that brought horrible theology out of the closet and spread it all over evangelicalism. And it was buttressed by not something that was part of the spiritual warfare movement, but there was a, a book called Experiencing God by Henry Blackaby, Blackaby and a whole bunch of, of spin-offs from that that taught people that God actually speaks to you outside of your Bible and in addition to your Bible through your inner impressions and all of these things. That was a hundred percent contrary to all of theology for 19 centuries and then suddenly it came forward. So remember when you're talking theology, if it's new, it's not true. And if it's true, it's not new. There are always new, fresh ways to apply the truth. But those things happened at once and it made a mess. Now we are indeed involved in warfare. Our text is crystal clear. 
But we need to understand this warfare from the Scriptures, and we need to understand God has told us everything we need to know about this warfare in His Word, and it is sufficient. Now, we have to be calm and wise and careful, sift out extra-biblical things that we might be told, and there's plenty of it. But here's the point of, here's the point of all this. The moment you put your faith in Jesus Christ, war is declared against you. We are not the aggressors in this war. We are the ones under attack. Now, I got a way to say that now that nobody until the last few months could have ever said, in this war, we're not Russia, we're Ukraine. There is someone who is trying to exterminate who we are. Now, you might be fascinated with stuff about spiritual warfare. It can be very captivating. It can be intellectually uh, seductive. You might be bombarded by it or tempted by it. So I want to just give you a couple things to watch out for. As I said, it's downgraded from hurricane status, but the stuff is still out there. So here are some things to watch out for concerning so-called spiritual warfare. There are certain terms and certain ideas that when you see or hear or read these things, they are telltale signs that you are now in territory fraught with terrible doctrine. All right? Here's a few of them. I'm not going to elaborate on any of them because I want to talk about the truth way more than the error. Okay, one is the idea that a Christian can need to have demons expelled from his or her body. There was another book written by, uh, 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 I'm sad to say, a, a man that I studied under a little bit in seminary that did incredible damage on this front. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. A Christian cannot be um, possessed or indwelt by a demon. If anyone tells you that you ought to be praying to bind Satan or demons, run the other way. That is a false teaching. Never, ever is that commanded. There are people who also will tell you that you need to pray to expel demons from inanimate objects. There, I know people that have, there's, a, there's an evangelistic crusade coming to town, so we have to go around and we have to take our little bottle of oil and we have to anoint and pray over every seat in the stadium so that the demons that are lurking under those seats can't infest the people who come there and prevent the gospel from spreading. I'm not kidding. I mean, I would think that would make good parody, but it's not. Run away from that. Then there is the teaching that prayer is a weapon. Now, I'm going to explain that in detail in the next passage um, when we get there in, uh, in Ephesians, but prayer is not a weapon. Prayer is a communication technique by which you can talk to the one who has the power. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that one um, in the next uh, couple of Lord's Days. There's another one. Watch out for anyone who claims to be a spiritual warfare expert or even people who refer to such people as a spiritual warfare expert. Made up, dead wrong. Or there are people who will teach you to command demons or angels in certain prayers or 
anytime anyone speaks to Satan or demons or angels when they pray, just, I mean, at a minimum, ignore it. And if you can, refute it and protect people from it. And then there is the suggestion that certain sins are primarily the result of demonic activities. And this one found great fertile ground in American thinking because now we've turned everything into a disease and it's not your problem. You have a, you have a disease now. Uh, you know, you're, you're not a drunkard. You have a disease called alcoholism. Well, Jesus didn't die for that. He died for sins. There's a, there's a whole big problem with, with that as well. So if you run into those things, if, if you're confused about them, we're here. Feel free to bring your questions. I've dealt with it a lot in times past, and uh, I don't want to take a great big side trip to explain all of those things. Just to say there is flagrantly unbiblical and dangerous stuff there on the subject of spiritual, um, spiritual warfare. Don't be seduced by it. Now, let's look at the right stuff. Let's look at the, let's look at the truth. I'm told the best way to train people not to be tricked by counterfeit money is to have them handle a whole bunch of the real thing. All right, let's go to the real thing now. There's a lot of counterfeit out there. Let's go to the real thing, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 12. And this will be part one of two. I'm going to do about a verse and a half, maybe 1.35 verses today, and then we'll move on next time. Number one, verse 10, heed the call to battle. Verse 11, put on the uniform. Verse 12, know the intelligence report on the enemy. All right, heed the call to battle. It's pretty straightforward in Ephesians chapter 6.10. Finally, okay, remember, I am presuming you have read, understood, believed, and are living by Ephesians 1, 1 through 6, 9, okay? This is for those who are in the Lord's army, if you want to use a kid's song. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Knowing all you know from the rest of this letter, here is my concluding message to you, says Paul. The first command here is be strong. The purpose of the rest of this letter is to help you be strong. What you need in order to stand strong in the Lord is here for you to understand and put to work. Be strong in the Lord. Now, there's something very significant about the wording of that command. It's something you have to understand if you're going to be effective in resisting the enemy. The enemy. We saw a parallel thought last chapter. Remember there's the command, be filled with the Spirit? Remember that is worded in the passive voice? You can't fill yourself with the Spirit. It's your responsibility to be filled, but the Spirit is the one who does the filling. It's 100% your commitment to be filled, but it relies 100% on the Holy Spirit to fill you. Here's the same thing. Be strong, and it's not your strength. Be strong in the Lord. God is the one who provides the strength. Now, this could be taken be continually strengthened by the Lord or be continually strengthening yourself by applying what He has told you in His Word. Either one of them, it works out uh, the same. They both bring together 
your part and God's part in living the Christian life. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.